Hey guys, it's Pastor Q. Like it, love it, hate it. We're all going to change. This week's podcast. Welcome to X with Q, a 10-minute podcast to help you lead healthy from ministry to the marketplace. Yep. My name is Brad, and as always, I'm here with Pastor Mark Q. You know, change is a constant in any growing yeah. organization. Pastor Q, what's your relationship to change? I mean, do you like it? Are, do you thrive in it? Are you yeah. motivated by I, it? All of those things. I, I mean, I know this sounds incredibly dysfunctional, but I really do love it. That's why we're in counseling. That's that's why the whole staff has therapy once a week. Oh. I do like it. Not change for change's sake, change with purpose. But I think it's important to know whether you lead your family or lead an organization uh, and whatever type of organization it is, change is inevitable. Change means growth. Change means healthy. So so I think we, we have to all go through a level of change. And I think the more we get used to it, yeah. the better we go through it. For sure. I mean, that's that's what my experience. So, so when you're approaching a major life transition or maybe even an organizational shift, what are some of the mindsets that you're looking to establish personally as you head towards change? Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I know that health, I already have said in my mind that health and growth have certain attributes. And an attribute, uh, an attribute of health and growth is going to be change. So I already start with an idea of I'm going to embrace this. I may not like it. I know one of my mentors years ago told me we were in the, in the music business where we're releasing a ton of records, you know, every quarter. We were releasing 30 records a quarter. And he said, remember, you don't grow from the things you want to do. You grow from the things you have to do. Say it again. And you don't grow from the things you want to do. You grow from the things you have to do. And I don't want to have to put that much, that much creativity out every quarter. But, he, but I grew as a leader and motivated teams around me. So I immediately start with the idea that change, I'm going to embrace all the good because it actually makes me better. Right. So what are some of the common pitfalls for leaders when they are leading their business or church or organization through a season of change? I mean, I think you forget, we forget our role because we haven't fully embraced the change. So we're trying to sell something we're not using. We're trying to sell people on something that we don't even like ourselves. You got to better learn to like it to a certain extent because if if it doesn't come off as authentic, you've already lost them. So that's why I said start with the mentality of there's a positivity and change. What is it? Let me embrace it and then go from there. But the pitfall is, is that we don't understand that we are the tour guide. We have to lead people through the change, but we're so occupied with trying to convince ourselves that this is going to be good. We don't have the margin to motivate people to go through it. Yeah. And that's what's really difficult. So how do you lead people through change that might be a little more, how we say it, <laughs> resistant? Resistant. I love that word, resistance. <laughs> I, I mean, I think if we're honest, a, chain, a, a level of change, any change, is hard on everybody. It's, it's less hard, you know, let's say, more difficult for me but it's still a little difficult, okay? The whole thing is, remember, you're painting a picture. Paint the picture. Make it so compelling that if we don't change to this, whatever this is, people may not want to go. People never like, you know what? I like it right here. I try for our staff, I try to make being complacent a disease. 
uh-uh. We're never going to mm. be complacent. We are always tweaking. We are always moving. We're never going to arrive. Now, if you fall on the bad side of that, then you don't measure up and it feels like insecurity and you don't, you, you're not valuable. Or you don't celebrate when things right. go well. Exactly. Yeah. Go by too fast. But th- the future is more compelling than today. That's the whole idea of a leader is, is make the future compelling. I mean, we're going through a huge organizational change right now at the chapel. And it's, listen, I, there, there are things that are, we're changing in me and around us that I don't like, but I, the picture of how much more effective we can be as a result of this change is more compelling and sexy than staying the same today. Right. And one of the things that I think's brought a lot of security to everyone is that, you know, you've been saying, Hey, while we're going through a season of change, there are some things that will never change. So tell me a little bit about how do you stay true to those unchanging values and not simply be enamored by the new? Yeah. I mean, uh, we know this psychologically that when things are in unstable, it creates a level of insecurity. And we've said before the very thing, don't try to control the things you have no control over, but do list the things that you can have control over and they will give you a certain semblance of security. So I think it's the same thing when you're changing or leading in an organization. People get a little frantic, they get a little insecure. Well, let's talk about what's never going to change here. For sure. We are always going to value people over process at the chapel. Right. It's one of the things that will never change. We're always going to be a place that you go to that embraces everyone and tries to reach everyone we can for the right. sake of, of Christ. Sure. But we're also not going to stand here and create a country club. We're going to send you out and have you work in your gift. So these are some of the things in, in organizational change. Talk about the things that will never change, which should be your company's values, which then begs to bread. It makes everybody go, you better have your values nailed down. Right. You better have those whole other conversation. Down. Oh my goodness! I mean, yeah, there's, for sure, you got to have those nailed down. Right. So let's talk about what if the change doesn't directly affect your department? How how can someone be a team player and almost like an all hands on deck to be able to make the change successful? Yeah, I mean, I think the idea is uh, the better my teammate gets, the better we become. So the change or them becoming better or a change that they're going through that makes them better, I have to understand eventually benefits the entire team. So that's how how come a lot of organizations have silos. Silos is gonna, are going to kill your organization because silos, by the sheer nature of definition, they only do one thing and it only benefits them. You don't want silos. You want maybe an, a community of people who come together that at times, different seasons, are growing in different ways, but you always have the vision and idea when you're looking at a teammate that if they're getting better, we get better as a whole. Right. So you have to keep that in mind. And so with any kind of change comes a lot of communication and timing. Tell us a little bit about the art of communication as far as how do you roll out change and how do you know it's time to pull the trigger? Yeah, that's always difficult. I always think, you know, everything for me is like almost a sports analogy. Look, you can have the you can be physically fit. You can have the best equipment in the world, but you get up to the plate. And you, you've got everything. You know what I mean? You've got great eyesight. You've got great equipment. You're healthy. Things great. But it's timing, right? It, it's timing of when that ball comes across the plate, how are you going to make contact? Yeah. The idea for me, I always say, what's the value? So you got to know your values. If the value is reaching more people, then I pull the trigger on a change when I know this is, and, and again, we're leaders, so part of it is ambiguous, right? Here's the thing. When I pull the trigger when this change, when I know that right now this change is going to uphold or strengthen the value more than any other time. Mm. That's, what I, that's how I know how to pull the trigger. 
a lot of times I'm right, and there are a good amount of times I'm wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, but that's the that's the filter I go through. This change, what's it going to do to the values, and will I maximize the idea and the impact of this value right now? Is it time to buy that right now? Well, is this the best time that's going to make the most impact? Is this to hire this person? It's upholding those values. That's what the timing comes from. So helpful. Thank you so much, Pastor Q. Let's go. Thanks for listening to X with Q. For more leadership content, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.